to the PL Surge podcast, where we highlight and explore CMCSS professional learning journeys. I'm your host, Amanda Nix, and I will once again be joined by Brian Hampton. Brian, we have another inspiring episode today. Yes, Amanda, we are sharing the professional learning journeys of a multi-classroom leader and a teacher resident. The CMCSS teacher residency is an amazing opportunity for our district. There are three teacher residency pathways available for the 2021-2022 school year. Early learning teacher residency in partnership with Nashville State Community College and Austin P State University, Lipscomb teacher residency and Lipscomb middle teacher residency in partnership with Lipscomb University. Our guests today are Mary Alice Telford, a multi-classroom leader or MCL, and Ariel Brandmeyer, a teacher resident, both from Kenwood Elementary. Mary Alice, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, Um, my name is Mary Alice Telford. Um, I'm originally from Long Island, New York. So sometimes when I'm teaching or talking with somebody, I will like lapse into my language of the past. I have been with a district for, I think this is year 12. I taught kindergarten for five years, and uh, this is my, I don't know, seventh year then in, in first grade. And I love it. Teaching is my passion, and I just love it. Um, I just became a grandma in December. Congratulations. To oh my Yay. gosh, there's nothing better. He is perfection. Uh, my daughter teaches actually here. She's a Centerstone counselor. So she's here at Kenwood as well. And my son-in-law is the director of the Full Spectrum Learning Center at Austin Pate. So that's just all about my sweet little family. And I just love what I do. So I'm excited to get to share some of that. Hey, Ariel, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, well, I'm also from nowhere near here. I'm from Washington state. And um, although I feel like way more at home in Tennessee, um, I'm a mother of two. My son is three years old and will be coming to Kenwood, fingers crossed next year, hopefully in person. And my daughter is 10. She goes to fourth grade here at Kenwood. So it's like the coolest thing to be um, a teacher or at least be on the path you know, I loved going to my mom's work and I think it's so fabulous that my children get to experience going to work with me every day. And Miss Tino's, we don't always have like the easiest of mornings and afternoons together, but it's great. And yeah, I came here seven years ago now and I love it. It's the best. Um, if I could live closer to Disney World, I would do that. But other than that, this is the, cl- this is a close second to me. I, I think that Ariel and I both got here the same way, which was, of course, the military. Yes, we both came here the same way. And I, everybody asked me, why don't you, why don't you come back to Washington? I just, I can't fathom uh, a different place to live with my family. Mary Alice, you are a multi-classroom leader or MCL. Could you tell us what an MCL is and when you became involved with the program? Um, well, I had, I was working at Barker's Mill and I had just filled out the paper Um, that, you know, they pass out that says, what are your intentions next year? And I wrote on there, um, you know, please keep me like, I really love my job. Please, please don't fire me. And I always write a silly note to Mrs. Kennedy. And um, and as soon as I put that in her box, this email came across about this position. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is everything I love. 
I get to work with teacher residents and I had worked with student teachers. I get to work with uh, and mentor teachers. I get to um, just, you know, have a classroom of my own and teach reading. So it's just everything I love. And so when I saw that, um, I trotted up to her office and said, about that paper, um, can you just hold on to that? And she said, I knew that you would want this. So uh, it was, this is year two. So I think it was like March of, or February of 2019 when it, um, the opportunity arose. It's all the things that I'm passionate about rolled into one. So what are some of your responsibilities as an MCL? So this year, of course, is very different, but typically um, I would be in a classroom of my own 50% of the time um, and be responsible for teaching the reading portion. So the early literacy, that is really the big focus. So I would be responsible for that in my own classroom. And then there's many different ways that you could break up your afternoon. Sometimes your class would split. Uh, sometimes a TR, if they are ready for that, could come in and teach math and unit. Sometimes, like last year, I did not have a homeroom. So I pulled from two other classrooms and that worked out really well. This year, with all of the different things that you know we have to abide by, um, to keep everybody safe, I do have my own homeroom, and I love that as well. So in, in a perfect world, it would be just 50% of the time. And then the other 50%, you're working with the TRs or teachers that are on your team that may need, maybe they're new to the district, and they just need some support in how things are done here, or uh, maybe it's a brand new teacher, and so they need a little bit of support for setting up a classroom, classroom management, uh, but definitely to make sure that everybody is very uh, well-versed in how to teach the way we do it in this district, how to teach early literacy. That is, that is a, a big goal. The students need to be able to read and read on grade level. So you work with Ariel. How many other TRs are you working with? Um, we have, there are three TRs for each grade level for kindergarten first and second. And Kim Masters is um, amazing. And she has just really um, taken this program and taken it to heart and worked hard to make it the best experience for all the TRs. So I will have the opportunity to work with all of them. And each school, I believe, does it a little bit different how it works best for them. But I will be able to work with all of the TRs in the three years um, that they are here. So far, I think I've worked with seven of them. So are there other MCLs in your building as well? There are. There is a kindergarten MCL, Robin Coon, and then I am for first grade. And then Diane Hicks is um, in second grade. I wanted to know about uh, MCLs, the multi-classroom leaders. Do, do some MCLs have layered and remote classes that they teach in, in addition to uh, in-person classes? They do. I know that there are some other um, MCLs this year from different schools that are teaching um, virtually and bless them because um, it's definitely a challenging year for everybody. But trying, trying to maneuver being an MCL 
and doing virtual, I'm sure it's a, it's a whole nother skill set. We all, of course, were remote for, you know, those three weeks and um, it was a challenge, but I enjoyed learning, a whole, like I said, a whole new skill set. And it was good for the TRs because you, you don't know what's coming down the road and being flexible is um, a very marketable skill. Ariel, how did you learn about the teacher residency program? I had just started substituting for the district. Prior to that, I was a stay-at-home mom for seven years and really wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I had volunteered on post at the schools, like literally from the time they opened to the time they closed the library for two years straight. And I decided, why am I not getting paid (laughs) for being at school so much? And I loved it. I fell in love with being around the kiddos. So I started subbing and I actually was on leave um, up and out of state in Illinois. And I, the same thing, an email popped up. And I remember looking at my family going, oh, this is like, this is a scam. You have to hear this. This is like one of those junk emails you get free college. You get the greatest job ever. And so um, I kind of brushed it off for a week because I was like, there's no way this is real. And then I just, you know, it came back up. A family member asked me if I had actually done anything about it. And uh, I said, you know, I know, I, but whatever, I'll, I'll put in for it. I'll just try. And I really honestly did not expect anything to come of it because I felt so unqualified. You know, I was like, here I am, uh, this mom who has just really been momming and um, only been substituting for so little, but it was such a passion of mine to work with kids in really in any capacity, but to work with them every day and being a part of their foundation for the rest of their life. Oh my gosh, like blessing, like seriously. So I applied and it was every step of the way when they sent me, well, you've made it to the next step. It was like, really? What? Craziness. It was just an email, a little ding on my computer that I thought, wow, this is too good to be true. And it's not, it's true. (laughs) So which of the teacher residency pathways are you participating in? Um, I'm an ELTR. So I'm with early learning teacher residency program, which is K through five. We will also leave SPED certified, which is another wonderful thing that we weren't actually expecting. But yeah, so we're just... K through five, um, which is great. I have always loved elementary. I think I have such fond memories of my like early learning and, uh, you know, everybody loves their, their elementary school teachers. So I get to be one of those, the kid's going to remember me and hopefully, um, in the most positive way imaginable. So yeah, it's exciting. So how many years have you been part of this program? This is my second year. I'm officially a half halfway through it. And it's kind of like the downhill now we we've made it to like the mountaintop and we're just sitting there going, Oh, it's going to come so fast. We're going to be in our own classroom so fast. And it's exhilarating. It's exciting. It's nerve wracking. It's all these like emotions bubbling up. But every time anything steps in our way, we're just like, gosh, guys, we're almost there. So yeah, we're halfway through. We've made it a year and a half in. So then tell us, what is a day like for you as a TR? Like Ms. T said, especially this year, it's ever-changing, which is honestly not what I expected, but so great. Last year, I was in kindergarten for the entire year, which was wonderful, and I think um, it was a great place to start. And for the first nine weeks of the school year, I was in second grade. And then like 
Miss T said, Miss Masters has really reshaped kind of what this program is at Kenwood. And to me, it's amazing because we have the, ch the chance to not just stay in one grade level, but to venture out to all the other grade levels and really see um, where we gel, where we fit, you know, our teaching style with other age groups, um, classroom management for different grade levels, um, what's expected, looking at EDI lessons for those grade levels and such has been really wonderful. So right now I'm actually in first grade with Ms. T and I'm uh, kind of co-teaching with the virtual teacher um, here in first grade. And I've learned so much uh, just in this like month alone. I've learned, yeah, so much. But our day-to-day -day is just really, we come in, we make sure that we've already read up on the plans for the week. That's the big thing for, I know a lot of us is just looking ahead, what's going on, whether we're observing or whether we're actually co-teaching or leading a lesson ourselves is making sure the preparedness. I think that's like the biggest thing for us because we're not teachers yet and we are still learning. So I make sure to look at the plans. I usually come in and um, I usually know where I'm going to, what I'm going to be doing that day, whether it's observing or reading, but a lot of times it's flexibility. The teacher I'm working with right now is at teaching at home and I'm doing a lot of the leading of the lessons and it's been great practice, but some days I'll just be sitting back and watching the brilliance of like what they do. So Mrs. T, we know that Ariel came to education by a different pathway, but I think you did as well. So talk to us about your path into education. I did. I did. Right out of high school, uh, I went into nursing school and I was an LPN and I was a charge nurse at a nursing home for a while and then met my husband and got married and came down here. And then I ended up grooming dogs, which was a business that I had with my family. But I groomed dogs for a good number of years. And there was a, a woman that worked at the pet store where I was, and she was going to school. And I kept thinking, gosh, I would really, I always wanted to be a teacher my whole life. That was always what I felt called to. But I just didn't do it and didn't do it. And um, But my daughter went off to college and I'm like, meh why not? So I went back to school and I just loved it. I, I loved it. I loved school. And um, I did sub at Parker's Mill actually was one of the first schools uh, that I subbed at uh, when they when they first opened. And um, so I was just very fortunate to kind of find my place right away and convince Mrs. Kennedy to hire me. Um, after I graduated and I subbed for a whole year in kindergarten while I was in school. And I feel like that was because uh, I, I came, like I said, non-traditional. So I didn't student teach. I, I counted that year in kindergarten as student teaching and I learned so much there, but it's definitely a calling. So uh, speaking of education, Ariel, as a teacher resident, how do you balance out your work work with your coursework is it is it difficult finding a, finding a balance between those two worlds or do you find that they sort of support one another um I actually found like the question even when I read it kind of humorous because uh, when I talk to my family they're always like how is um work like uh, <laughs> school not school where you teach school where you learn and I'm like you know it is and I constantly when I'm on the phone I say the same thing I'm like oh I'm heading to school work 
I'm heading to work, <laughs> not school. Uh, so right now it's like a constant back and forth. But as far as balance, um, a year and a half in, I'd love to say I figured it out. Scientific method. Here you go. Here's a plan. But to be truthful, it's just really go with the flow. I have a minute here to put this in and to study for an hour. Okay. And now I'm going to uh, switch over to work stuff. And I will say I'm really blessed to be able to have such a strong team and support staff here at Kenwood that I rarely right now as a TR rarely leave work with work to do. And, um, you know, that's great because my schoolwork does kind of fill in those gaps at home. But when I first did this, uh, it really got me thinking, I was like, where else am I going to find a, a position or a place that supports my work, a school that will support my work schedule, a work that will support my school schedule. And this is that perfect blend. It's not to say that it's not hectic and hard. It's just, um, I think when it comes to balance, it's just make it work. <laughs> I hate to say that, but we do. You just find the time. I don't know where we pull it from, but we do. And, you know, I haven't fallen off yet and still, still here. So it, it sounds like it's the, the, yeah. all of these different things are fueling you. So yeah, I, oh, yeah. I, I don't, I don't get the sense that you're overwhelmed. I think, um, I always tell people, I just smile a lot <laughs> and it helps. It really does. You know, what's that like smile and brings endorphins. It really does. I'm a, a believer in just smile until everything works out fine and it'll all be great. No, but it, it, it is overwhelming sometimes for sure. The amount, especially now that we're getting into like our major coursework, um, that's totally sold. We're past our prereqs. We finished all of our base courses. We're really gearing into like education at this time. And, um, I will say, honestly, the biggest thing to balance out your life is your family and friends. My best friend in the whole world is a TR here, Miss McCluskey. She is my rock. We text each other. I texted her right before I came on here. Fingers crossed, lady. Uh, she's she's my rock. You know, we go, what chapter are you on? Okay, great. You better get back to work. Stop watching that show. You know, we're that's really my balance. And my mom saying you can do it. And the teachers here saying you've got this and and you just make it work. So Ariel, we know that you are learning and growing because you're doing both things. You're a TR and you're going and doing your um, college work. But Mary Alice, how are you growing professionally from this experience being an MCL? Oh, so much. Um, and every, every day I realize um, one more thing that I can learn. Uh, Mrs. Masters went in and observed um, one of the teachers that I'm working with. And then afterwards, I just happened to be, you know, coming back from another room and I was like, oh, how did she do? You know, it's like, my baby, did she do okay? Um, and just, just her sharing some things, wonderful things that she saw, but it made me realize things that I could do differently, uh, that maybe this teacher would need, that it, that it would work better for her. So, um, and the area was like classroom management. She did a great job and it was fine, but I thought I'm doing things when I'm modeling for her that work for me, but I need to be thinking about what is her personality like? And then, so what would work for her? I mean, it just helped me have a shift in my thinking. So there's things like that all the time. And then we're always doing some sort of a coaching 
uh, study because that was new to me. I, I wasn't an academic coach. Um, so how can I be supportive? And I always tell everybody I'm very intense and I understand that. So, but it's because I, I'm so passionate and we get one shot at this, like the kids get one shot at first grade. So let's give them the best experience that we can. And aren't you excited about that? And sometimes they're, you know, we have some that are very reserved. Ariel's like, she's got that personality. She's like, it's going to be great. So, um, but I, it, it has helped me grow in so many different ways. I'm sure you can tell. I, like I said, I love everything about it. And um, I don't want to change a thing, really. Well, it sounds like you spend a lot of time reflecting, just like you expect your TRs to do as well. So I commend that. What a great outlook that you have. So as you guys continue to learn and grow, what are your goals as we finish up this school year? And then what are your goals as you move forward to next year? So Ariel, you'll be graduating next year. Tell us about that. It, when people say it like that, it's like, what? I, it still confounds me how I got here. Um, I have so many goals to list them. I mean, sometimes I'm like, wait, I, oh yeah, that was a goal of mine. Wow, I didn't even remember until I'm doing it. Check it off the list, you know. Um, for me right now, uh, I feel like I'm I'm teaching virtually, co-teaching virtually, and a lot of my goals are to learn all the things I can to do with computers. I am not tech savvy, and I'm slowly learning that Wi-Fi it. It's going to be a part of their future, the students' future. It's going to be a part of my future. You know, our assistant principal here, Miss Finley, is super great with tech, and she always has us doing things like, uh, don't submit that paper. I want you to submit it electronically. And it helps me gear into that mindset. So that's one of my big goals as well as planning. That is, um, something that I have, like, I don't want to say a fear over because I'm not fearful of it. It's just, I have a reserve because I second guess myself and then I do it and they're like, oh yeah, that was fine. Um, but I want to get out of that. You know, my goal is to kind of get out of my own head about it and really just, um, go with it. I, I do know where all my resources are. I just need to put it together. So that's really one of my goals. And as far as like going and graduating, I hope I get to stay here. <laughs> I feel like I've built such a network and such a family. I'll be happy wherever I go. You know, I think as far as graduation, I'll be the first one to graduate college in my family. And uh, to me, that's a goal that has, speaks for itself. And my children are going to be there. Like I think about that. And I think, wow, my son and my daughter get to see their mom. Oh, it makes me teary. Um, graduate college. God is good to me sometimes, you know. What an inspiration you are, though, that you'll be the first graduate from your family. And I'm just so excited for you that you're getting to be part of this program. I am too. It's, it's amazing. Seriously, you guys, I mean, I just met you guys and having your support is something I can put in my like cup half full. So Mrs. T, tell us then what, so what are your goals as you move forward as an MCL? Um, my goals, uh, I, I want them, I want people to be fighting over who's going to get them. I want them to be so marketable really because, you know, education is a business and, and you have to be marketable. Um, but I will say, even though this district is, it's pretty large, there's still a very small feeling, Ariel, to it. So wherever you go, you're going to meet 
you know, someone who knows someone here at Kenwood or worked and I've not ever, um, really, I, I, like when I'm thinking about it, I've not ever met anyone really in this district, especially at the, um, central office level, who's not willing to help. I mean, there's so many resources in this district that there's, if you want to be successful here, you will be successful here. And if you're not, it's because you don't want to be, because there's so (laughs) many people willing to help. And um, so, and plus you're going to be wonderful. Um, But my goal, honestly, this year is to work with those babies, you know, I know there's so much talk about how much time they missed last year and like, what can we do now? You know, so it's kind of like when we have a discussion about a writing data chat, which writing can be painful for first graders, but then what can we do differently? They still have to learn. We still need to teach them to read. So what can we do? Like focus on that. So that is my goal for this year is like, what can we do for these babies? You know, every, our, our motto here is, um, you know, every moment counts. And I will say that every moment counts. So you are never not talking to a student. You are never not asking them a red word and how to pull it down and arm tap it or using one of the strategies. So my goal is to fill as many gaps as possible this year for both the teachers and the TRs and and the students, of course. Um, And then next year, I mean, the sky's the limit. Dear God, please, can we have a regular year, whatever that looks like, like a whole year, just one whole year would be good. But you take what you're given and you work with it and you find the joy in it because that's what it's all about. That's what those kids are going to remember. And to add to Miss T's, I tell my daughter this all the time because you know, she's in fourth grade and it's been a bit of a challenging year for sure. But I look at the kids when I think, can I do it? I tell my daughter this all the time. You are the resilient ones. Like they, it doesn't phase them wearing a mask all day. Not even a problem. They're more worried about if they're going to get indoor or outdoor recess. Like they are not phased. They don't, the, they miss school, but they're here and they're ready. They don't know any, you know, like these first graders, yeah. They don't know that they would have had a different experience because this is their experience. So how can we make it the best experience for them? I mean, that that's yeah. the focus. How can we make every moment count for them? So Ariel, what advice would you give to others who might be interested in uh, joining the teacher residency program? Um, you know, this is something that we've talked about, especially when we heard like there's a second round coming out and people were going to start, they were going to continue it, which was great and wonderful. Um, we all kind of were talking like, oh gosh, what would we say to somebody who asked us? Um, I think my first bit of advice was make sure that this is what you want to do. And I think that's for many people who want to be teachers, it's not even a question. I think people who have that on their list, it's at the top of their list, if not the only thing on their list. So I think it's really hard to find people who are like, I don't know if I really want to teach or, but so if you really want to do this, it is gung-ho, it is full-fledged. Um, you, you can't really kind of take it or leave it mentality. You have to be in it, but I would say do it without, without a doubt. I do not regret a single moment of this and it's hard is very hard. So I suggest that anybody who's looking into this, go to the informational meetings, 
ask the questions. Don't sit there and go, I wonder if this is how it will be asked. Ask one of us, reach out to us, the TRs, um, see one at the, one of the schools. Um, I think all of us would be more than welcome to answer questions if you know us or just really anything. Ask the questions because once you're in it, you don't want to be second guessing your decision because it's such a wonderful thing. And you don't want to say, well, this isn't what I expected. Know what you're expecting. Um, and there's so many resources out there to ask those questions. And um, know that it's it's hard, but it's doable. I have two kids. I'm a single mom. I know friends who are doing it on harder circumstances than myself. And uh, it's worth it. It's three years. I always think of things in the grand scheme of my life. If I live to be 100, what are these three years going to mean to me? I want to make them count. They're not going to, they're only going to better my life. Um, so do it. <laughs> Nowhere else are you going to find this chance where a, a amazing district is going to work with your school. Your school is going to be emailing you, your district. They're all coordinating together to make sure that you have the resources you need to be successful. And when you can't find those resources, they give it, they, they pull something together. Literally. I just, it, it's like a magic hat and they don't even know how they do it. So um, to the pipeline, I mean, I cannot even express Tracy Kuhn, Levita, Phyllis Casebolt, like uh, they just deserve all the praise and um, I give it to them. Do it though. No regrets. Like live life. I hate to use YOLO, but you only <laughs> live once. So do it. And uh, I don't think anybody will regret it. I'm so glad that they're doing it again because it's like nursing, you know, we need teachers. We need teachers who are going to stay. So Mrs. T, what advice do you have for others who might be interested in being an MCL? Oh my gosh, do it. Do <laughs> it. Just do it. But I will say really discern because even though it is all of the things that I love, um, there are some hard parts that I did not consider and maybe helping them make some tough decisions themselves. So you, you have to build some trust there to have those conversations. I said, I didn't anticipate that. I came in like, you know, like Snow White with a little bluebird. And it, this was all like Ariel was talking about. Everything was just going to be perfect because not that I had all the answers, but how fun will it be to discover those answers to what you need for your room together? And, um, and, and some of those were different than I anticipated. Definitely think about it's, um, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful opportunity. Uh, I was really fortunate to have the opportunity to be a lead teacher first uh, for reading. And that was great. And it prepared me, um, I think, for this job and like present and engage. So doing those things definitely you know, helped before I got here. But if you're interested, I would say absolutely just do it. Like Ariel, yeah. do it. Thank you for being with us. Amazing. Yeah, <laughs> both of you. Thank you so much. No, thank you guys. This was a very cool experience. You got something you can, you can use and something that might be helpful to somebody else who's trying to discern, do I do the program or do I apply to be an MCL. Absolutely. There is so much useful, good information. And so, um, so yeah, this is great. We really appreciate your time. And I, I feel like I've, I've learned some new things. They have gotten some new perspectives. And so that's always really wonderful when that happens. So thank you so much. Hey, thank, thank you, you so much. Us. Bye guys.
Thanks again to today's guest, Mary Alice Telford and Ariel Brandmeier. If you would like more information on the CMCSS Teacher Residency Program, go to your preferred browser and search CMCSS Teacher Residency Program or email trp at cmcss.net. This podcast is produced and edited by the professional learning team in the Clarksville-Montgomery County School System. In addition to today's guests, we would also like to give special thanks to the Teacher Pipeline team, LaVita Radford, Tracy Kuhn, and Dr. Phyllis Casebolt, who provided support and guidance for this episode. We would also like to give special thanks to Kim Masters, who is the principal at Kimwood Elementary School. Until the next time, keep learning and keep journeying.